Welcome back to Inchoate, a side story of Splinters of a Broken Sun, which is an actual play podcast, the movie, the game. I'm Matt, your friendly guide. I often go by ARP, and we have a cunning cast of characters to join with us to solve a mystery today. And that cast of characters consists of Velvet. Was that cunning a dig at Veronica? Maybe. Hello everyone, I'm OG Brown Sugar, and I play uh, Veronica Sterling, like the silver. And what is her favorite genre of music? J-pop. J-pop, of course it is. And speaking of J-pop, Maria. Who's playing Maria? Speaking of J-pop, uh, I'm Keekers, and somehow now Maria canonically has a J-pop fan site. Uh... Maria Costco uh, is uh, a fan of K-pop. Okay. Rival pop scenes. <laughs> We've got the dueling pop scenes, yeah. Okay. And we have also got Jason. Uh, I'm playing Mark Calloway, uh, and my favorite genre of music is emo, through and through. Anything that cuts deep with that raw, angsty emotion of the early 2000s. Mm. It's timeless. Right. Mark will pierce the veil to bring you the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is the doctor. I'm surprised he doesn't listen to the pure or former doctor. Uh, not emotional enough. Okay. How many Fallout Boy albums does, does Mark own? Like, how many different albums or how many total copies? Uh, let's say both. <laughs> well, um, in this universe, Fall Out Boy never really lost momentum. He's put out 12 studio albums. And Mark owns on vinyl, laserdisc, CD, cassette tape, and digital download. Mm -hmm. In total, approximately 98 copies of Fall Out Boy albums. Wow. 98 degrees of inspiration. Absolutely. He's also into my 98 degrees, so that's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, we have Michael Blood. Hi, everyone. I play Roger Conde. His favorite, his favorite genre is industrial synth death pop. Industrial synth death pop. Death pop. Death pop. He really okay. likes dystopian rulers. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. All right. And when we last left off, there had been a series of serial murders in addition to a bunch of mysterious break-ins. And the serial murders had gone from sort of a ritualistic style, including surgical removal of organs, uh, to potentially related, but not necessarily that we know related, uh, locked room murders that take place at the same time as the tower appears. Also, there's a mysterious tower that only your characters apparently can see that shows up in the city. Just in case there weren't enough things going on, all of you were at Candy's Pizza at 1 a.m. on Monday, which is usual tower time, and suddenly there was a time skip, and then you were in uh, Veronica's penthouse at 8 a.m. on Monday, and you had lost that time. There was another murder that night, and you have begun your investigation. Roger, 
in your conspiracy dungeon, you discovered that there is a line you can plot that goes through uh, most of your dwellings, as well as several of the murders, on two different axes. So having found a pattern like that, it is perhaps time for you to regroup with the rest of the team and begin your investigation wheresoever you all choose to begin it. I imagine that now Veronica and Maria are in the hearse and Maria has started a phone call so she doesn't have to talk to Veronica anymore to check in with uh, her roommate because she never came home last night. Okay. So you're on the phone, you give a call, and you get a reply. Go for Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how are you? Hey, Maria. I'm doing great. Where are you? Uh, ooh. I fell asleep at the pizza place last night. Fell asleep at the pizza place? What about your dog? Uh, I don't know. He didn't wake me up. That's real strange. Your dad called me because he didn't come home. He was all worried. How did he know I didn't come home? I told him. I was worried, too. Yeah, I figured that's why, you know, as soon as I woke up. <sighs> uh, I don't know when I'm going to be back. I have some work to do. Hey, you okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, just, um, kind of... Shaken up a little. There was another murder last night. Were you there? No, I told you I've slept the whole night. Passed out at the pizza place. Oh, you just didn't... The murder's got you shaken up. Yeah. Well, all right. You sure you don't want to come home, get some rest? I got some pasta on. It's like 9 a.m. Why are you bullying pasta already? Well, you know, I gotta make it, so it'll be ready for lunch. You trying to be walking stereotype? What are you talking about? Everybody loves pasta. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. Uh, Alright, well, if you're not coming home, I'm gonna get to work. Yeah, I'll probably swing by later. Okay, give me a call. You should probably send your daddy a text. Yeah, I will. Alright. She just hangs Yeah, she just hangs up and then texts her dad and says, sorry. Fell asleep at Candy's Pizza last night. Uh, Roger didn't want to wake me up. Oh, sure, just blame Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I was so peaceful. She was so peaceful. <laughs> uh, and she, uh, well, yeah, that's it. She just texted him that. Well, Missy, I'm glad you got off the phone there, because uh, this is my jam. I don't know. I don't know if we can uh, air oh that. Oh gosh, so. that's that's as much as we can put. Okay, perfect. But yeah, I just turn. I crank it up. Windows down. Sunroof open. It was a legally distinct um, emo pop ballad. Mm. Completely, it was dimensional. It's just really weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a child by uh, by easy. Lesson? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a child. And life is okay, sorta. 
<laughs> Maria, you get a text from Anthony. Mm-hmm. It says goodbye with a frowny face. <laughs> Another one. Where are your manners? She uh, texts him. This isn't this isn't a TV show. <laughs> texts him back. People say goodbye when they're done on the phone. <laughs> Just these texts keep coming in. She's gonna text him the smiley face, like the just blank smiley face look, like the with a straight line mouth. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I would think by this point we would uh, swing around in front of Roger's pizza place. Yeah, did you drive through a portal? I did not, but I did drive erratically and uh, (laughs) through alleys. (laughs) <laughs> what does veronica think of this driving i would first of all like to say that veronica changed while the dog was being taken out she is now rocking pigtails doc martens torn leggings and this like obnoxious like highlighter yellow duster oh perfect i went to drive right mm-hmm ready to riot when the driving becomes especially erratic, she'll just stick her upper body out of the sunroof. We prom! <laughs> Best out of the lives! It's all downhill from here! Woo-hoo! My body's gonna start decomposing! It's 9.30, please stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, Maria gives both of them, like, really, like, just confused looks, like... What am I getting myself into? Why are these why are these the only people who also see the tower? What is Maria wearing? What's her outfit for the day? Well, she's still wearing the same clothes she fell asleep in. The only difference yeah, of is that uh, that she was wearing last night. Yeah. But the only difference is now um instead of wearing her like Hold on. Let me look at the outfit she was wearing yeah so she wear she's wearing like a more sheer leggings brown boots uh aqua blue top and like green skirt and the only difference is now she the black like pleather jacket type thing she was wearing is now tied around her waist instead of wearing it okay and what about mark what's your driving outfit uh, Mark is wearing black. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the color. Are you wearing a big sensor bar? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. No, uh, he's wearing black skinny jeans mm-hmm. with black. Um, he'd be wearing Doc Martens and then uh, kind of a tight black tee with a black leather jacket. And also. Um, He's got a cool a diamond stud. Where? Mm-hmm. Uh, both ears. He's got a diamond stud in both ears. Okay. Those are the ones that we can see. I'm sure he's got more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I forgot one important detail. If somebody rolls high enough on their investigate, they'll uh, find that the shirt has nipple ripples. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. What's the detail you forgot there? 
Uh, Veronica. She she's got the 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 obnoxious Kanye West like shutter bar sunglasses. Oh my god. She gosh. can't see Jack, but she looks great. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. Uh, Just to block out the haters. You got a dog <laughs> in your purse or what's going on? Little Chihuahua. It's like a stuffed animal dog. She still has it, but it's not real. It's a robotic dog. It's an Ibo. Mark five. Uh, <laughs> it's a Tamagotchi. She has to resuscitate it like every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to shake it violently to bring it back. Maria's gonna look at Veronica's shutter shades and she's just kind of gonna look at the dog, like giving the dog like a look like, I wish you understood what I was trying to tell you telepathy wise, but please, please take those shades from her and chew on them. Medoro uh, wags his tail twice, and then lies back down. <sighs> All right, when you pull up in front of Candy's, uh, do you honk the horn? Do you text him? Do you get out like a civilized person? Um, I'll text him. Hey, okay. Craig. Or oh, sorry, I don't know why I did that voice. Uh, hey, Craig. Yeah, boss. Yeah, text him, Mr. <laughs> Roger. Uh, should be Roger, Roger, open parentheses, pizza. Colon, okay, close parentheses. <laughs> I am preparing to send that text. What do you want to say? We're outside. A text has been sent. Thank you. You received that text, Roger. Uh, Roger shoves the, the burner back in his cargo pants and ushers the, the dude who was sleeping in the middle of the restaurant out of the front door as he tries to leave. Okay. Roger, you emerge onto the street. What what do we see you wearing as you do? I'm wearing uh, tan cargo pants, dad sandals, very sweaty forehead, and a t-shirt that says I love pizza with sweat stains around the neck and armpit. Mm-hmm. We got high fashion all around in this crew. <laughs> I, uh, for some reason now I'm just seeing your character as Bob from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> that's fair oh my god that's very appropriate oh uh, did did your uh did your significant other like drink wine all the time is that where all the bottles of Chianti came from I don't kiss and tell <laughs> <laughs> but maybe everyone's in the hearse you are heading where uh, were we going to the tower, or are we going uh, to check out this? Uh, at this point, nothing's come up on my phone about the murder. Just that it's happened. That's all the detail that's been released so far. All right. Roger. Roger wants to clue in the gang about how everything seems to lie on two axes, and that the axes intersect at Veronica's penthouse apartment. All right. So do that. Um... Did Roger have any information on the preceding murders to these three? I would have just gotten, like, the general information of them. I probably would have toured the locations at some point in the nebulous. Would the locations, though, have, like, provided any sort of interesting insight in relation to these murders and the tower? Or is there no, no connection? It's more of a question for Matt. Uh, if you want to investigate the previous murder scenes, you are welcome to do so. You know where they are. And I think that we could do that, or we could go to the most recent one. Um, 
Well, will we be able to access the most recent murder scene? Won't there be police? Well, I could. I might have to eat somebody, but I could. Okay. You're not eating anyone, Roger. <laughs> well. We um, could totally do it. I could just go anywhere I want. All right, I'm, I'm out here and we're heading to the murder site, man. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Veronica <laughs> can just Maria, walk in. Maria just writes next to... I do what I want. <laughs> Maria, like, puts in... Sure. Like, starts to write teleportation next to Veronica's name and then realizes, like, oh, and then stops, scratches it out. Privilege. <laughs> it's a power all on its own. Mm-hmm. My mythos is capitalism. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. Invisible hands. Oh, yeah. All right, am I, am, am I heading to this murder site or what, folks? All right, buckle up. Yeah, Mark guns it. We're all in agreement, Roger. You aren't eating anyone. I mean, I'm not. Okay. So which site are you going to? The first, second, or third? Third murder site. First and second are probably not really under guard right now, and the third, as you said, will definitely be full of cops, first responders, reporters, all that. But you're going there? Is that where we're going? Maybe we should hit them up in order? I have no idea. You can go to them in any order you want. Want to roll a 1d3? Um, no, no, no. Uh, don't worry, I got this. We're heading to the first murder site. And I punch it down an alley and we'll, uh, for the sake of time, portal it up. Okay. You're downtown. You're outside a sort of a brownstone-style house. As far as you can tell, it looks empty. But, uh, with the way the economy's going in the city, it won't be long before someone buys it, either to live there or to tear it down and build condos. All right, guys, uh, gals, everyone, basically. Uh, if this door's wood, I can get us all in. All right, well, uh, I don't know how y'all do things around here, but I say we canvas the area, get inside the murder scene, see, uh, see if anything stands out. We'll check murder scene number two, draw any connections, and then uh, see if we can connect those to the third site later on today when maybe the police presence is a little uh, lower. Good idea. Is the door locked? The door is locked. It's a wooden door. I can open locked doors. Could I open it? If you can open locked doors, then yes, you can. It's one of my power tags. Maria, though, first touches the door to check to see if it's wood or not. It's wood. Okay. Okay, the door swings open. Inside is a... It's a nice, I mean, you know what a brownstone looks like inside, right? Do I need to paint you a picture? A word picture. All right, you got stairs going up to the front door. You go in, there's a fairly narrow entranceway, stairs heading up on the right. Go straight through and you get to a living room, kitchen in the back. Uh, screen door with a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cage, gate, or the gate over it to prevent robbers. Leads out to a small backyard. There is some withered grass there. That's it on the first floor. All right, everyone. If anyone asks why we're here, 
Veronica's looking at this place to see if she can re-renovate it, you know, flip it, because she's the bankroller. Roger, you're the one who, uh, you're going to be one of the contractors. I will be the secretary or something. And I don't know about Mark. All right. Let's roll out. Mark can just be the chauffeur. Sounds about right. Um, I want to bring up on my phone notes that were released to the public. Like, in, the things that were important about the crime scene that were released to the public. So what kind of things might that be? Like, where was the murder exactly in the home? Details about the victim, so on and so forth. Okay. So it sounds like you want to investigate. I do. Are you just going to wander around here? Or are you trying to be sneaky about it? What's your plan? Well, I think right now I just want to investigate, like, the public record. Oh, so you're going to pull up on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what have you got that will help you with an investigate role? Mm, pretty much nothing. Okay. Unless it has something to do with the murder itself, like the way the victim died, then my knowledge of anatomy would come into play. Okay, so there's a... Uh, this has been heavily publicized. There's been a lot of leaks about the first murder. So uh, you get a... You get uh, one power for that, so you can add plus one power for it being a well-publicized event, and then you roll investigate. Ooh. Okay. That was a miss. Oh, I rolled a miss. Yeah, you rolled a four, unfortunately, which means I can make an MC move. While you are looking around on your phone, you receive a message on one of your messenger services that you're using. And the messenger service says, uh, your location history is still on. It's from an anonymous user. All right. Um, I'll keep that to myself, but I'll turn my location services off. Okay. You do that. But I will say to the rest of the group, hey, y'all. I mean, if we want to be sneaky about this, uh, if you uh, got your cellular devices, you might want to switch those into uh, airplane mode, or at least turn off your GPS tracker. Roger has already taken GPS tracker. Uh, Maria goes to do that. Can't slum if you're being tracked. It's already off on Veronica's. <laughs> so you're you're not able to find any new information. Mm -hmm. uh, from the, from your searching on your phone, just the stuff, surgical precision looks like it was a single strike. It was in a locked room. None of the rooms down here are locked. Okay. So none of them would be the room. All right. Well, I want to search the house for a locked room then. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, Maria will say everyone, uh, just so you know, if, um, we find the room. I could probably ask it a couple questions. Well, that's all well and good, but we gotta find the room first. Roger starts heading up the stairs. They creak. Mark will follow. Oh, Roger creeps without a sound. Okay. Mark is loud and bumbly. Yeah, they creak under Mark then. Um, I imagine that at this time, 
Maria has, like, noticed that her dog, like, looks at Mark weird. And she's kind of like, so, uh, you, what, uh, mythological thing are you associated with? Oh, dear, you, you don't gotta be too concerned about that stuff. Just know that, uh, me and the Green Ripper, Reaper, we're pretty tight. And, uh, I love me some dogs. Uh, in the notebook, Maria writes down, uh, next to his name. Charon or Karen or whatever the Greek uh barge keeper uh, Karen yeah Karen that stupid H is silent so uh anyway she writes that down question mark next to his name all right because if you will remember he worked with Cerberus he did on the second floor there are three bedrooms and a bathroom. That is all that's up here. All the doors are closed. Do any of those doors have locks on them? Yeah. Yes. All of them. All right. Do uh, Maria and Veronica follow us up? Yeah. Yeah, Maria follows it up. Uh, when she sees that they all have locks, she kind of like stretches her arms out and pulls at into her purse like she pulls this thing if you if y'all were mundies or mundane you would see that she just pulled out a very large like glittery looking pencil but since you guys are riffs as well she you see that it's like a magic wand and she's like okay which room do we ask first well uh hold on hold your horses missy the easiest way to do this is the easiest way to do this. Mark. Okie dokie. Oh, uh, attempts to open a door. Mark just tries to open a door. Okay, you, you open a door. It's not locked. All right. Say, the easiest way to do this is the easiest way to do this. Uh, let's, just see, let's just see if any of these doors are locked. You know, I want to try and open all these doors. All the doors are unlocked, but they all have locks. Okay. So that doesn't narrow it down at all. Now, you said you can ask a room a question? Well, the way it works is, any of you ever see Pinocchio? I'm a human being with a human heart. So, of course, the answer to that question is yes. All right. Well, I can ask the doors if they're wood or something in there if it's wood. Make it alive and uh, ask it what it saw. All right, well... And is there a limit on the number of times you can do this? Not exactly, but it's only a limited amount of time. Well, time, as we stated before, is of the essence. Now, I love, I love to chit-chat. You know, it's one of the perks of the job, but I don't want to spend my time talking to too many chairs, if you know what I mean. I say we try and suss out which one of these rooms might be the one uh, where the murder transpired. And then we can uh, start asking some questions. Can we just, like, open and see if there's, like, blood stains on the floor in these rooms? Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. Okay. Do an investigate. Whoever's looking for the blood. Can we help these rolls at all? Oh, probably. What are the rules for helping in here? I'm just going to say add one power for a person who's helping you. Well, Roger's good at finding blood. If Roger's good at finding blood, I'll help him out. Okay. 
So what tags have you got that'll help you with this? Is that a question to Roger? Yeah, he's, he's leading the way. I guess still the tracking from Jack Falls Down. Okay. Anything else? Better in the dark? Is it dark in here? No, it's daytime and there's a window. Darn. Uh, maybe, can we use a crew power tag? Anything from your mythos that might help with this? Actually, no. Other than better in the dark. Guess, yeah, just tracking. Is there a limit to how many people can help? I'm going to say, I'm going to say one. So I, I think it's honestly just tracking and then the one from one person helping. Okay. Give it a shot. Okay. You got an eight, which is a mild success again, which means you got, you got two clues here. So you can trade those one for one to ask me a questions. Uh, which one of these rooms had the murder take place in? It is one of the bedrooms, the one further towards the back, the largest bedroom. There is a... Sorry, that's that's the end of that answer. And... Can I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, if you want to outsource, I mean, you can get advice or help from others to figure out what question you want to ask. Well, because Mark helped, I believe. I'll pass that yeah. over to Jason. Um, how ethereal can these questions be? Ask me a question and I'll tell you whether or not I can answer it. What's a piece of evidence that the, uh, Mon Mondays, uh, Mundy police officers overlooked? Here? Yes. Let's see. How is, uh, Mark at magic, sensing magic? He's got, definitely got a smell for it. Okay. There is magical residue in this room. It's very faint, just wisps of it left. But there is uh, some magical residue here, which is vaguely reminiscent of how it, I guess, kind of smells or feels when there has been one of your portals somewhere. It's not the same, but it's vaguely reminiscent of that. Like a vaguely reminiscent of that sulfury brimstone? Yeah, if that's the smell. Oh, it is. It's very, uh, Nightcrawler. There's some of that lingering in this room. That's something the police officers would not have noticed. All right. Uh, I guess uh, we're in this room, and, um, I assume Roger kind of pointed us in this direction. Roger, you tell us that this is a room, and I come in, and... Well, folks, this ain't no Monday room. There's something magical going on here. I could smell it. All right, well, we got our room. Um, do I have to roll and investigate to see, like, what object, like, uh, would be best to, uh, quote-unquote, awaken? No. No, I mean, there are wooden objects in the room. You yeah. look for one that has a good view. You can, uh, in this room, you can see that there are, there is still a faint remnants of a bloodstain on the right wall. Okay. That's the wall closest to the hallway of a blood spatter at about neck height of an average person. There's a bit of old blood spatter there. It looks like it's people have been working on cleaning it up though. Okay. So, can we say like on the left wall there might be like a dresser or Sorry, I lost you. 
on the left wall there might be? A giraffe? A dresser. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. So, uh, that's what she's gonna try to bring alive to ask questions. Okay. So, what should I roll for that? That's just, uh... Uh, I don't think you have to roll for that. That's just, that's your power. You you do that. Okay. How many, how many minutes or how many questions do you get when you do this? Uh, well, I think that this would last like one to two minutes. Okay. Like one minute if she's asking the questions, two minutes if other people are asking the questions. Okay. So the uh, dresser, the handles on the top two drawers uh, sort of rotate a bit and then they open like eyes and the bottom dresser drawer starts opening and closing and it says oh good afternoon how are you today pretty good uh that's phenomenal that's so good uh can you y'all feel the question i'm slipping into southern can you all uh Ask the questions here. It'll last longer if I can just focus. Did you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, I'm a little flabbergasted. I ain't never talked to a bureau before. I mean, other than the Federal Bureau, but that's neither here nor there. Are you sure you don't mean Chifferobe? No, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't rightly recognize that word. Now, Come on, it's like the word they say 50 times in To Kill a Mockingbird. Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. Now, he had to bust up an old chiffre robe. All right, I, I got a question. I'm going to be uh, accidentally using an accent when I'm trying to speak to the, the master of ceremonies here. But um, can I investigate the blood spatter in order to devise a question? Like, I can't necess- if I can't necessarily think of a great question... Could I investigate and get to ask you what question I should ask the Bureau? So you're asking the Bureau what it saw, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's fair. Let's do that first. Hey, Bureau, um, what'd you see on the night of three weeks ago today? Well, I'm a dresser. Well, sorry. Let me address you properly. Um, ha ha ha. This is, <laughs> deep, this is deeply unsettling. But, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dresser. <laughs> Just imagine you're in Beauty and the Beast. You think this is unsettling? You should see what's in my top drawers. Ha ha ha. Veronica just starts snorting. Because she got the dresser joke too late. <laughs> uh, alright, um, uh, Dresser, what did you see on, on the night of three weeks ago today? Or the morning of? I mean, there was, listen, there was a murder in here. I don't want to beat around the bush. What'd you see when that person was killed? I'm glad that you specified that because as an object of furniture, I have no concept of time. But I did see somebody die. I have no concept of time, but I understand death. <laughs> <laughs> now, who, who, who'd you, oh who'd you see die? Uh, the person who lives here. And that person would be, um, is this something I would know? Common knowledge? The identity? Yeah, the first victim's name is common knowledge. Um, what, what, what's the victim's name? Her name was Kareem. 
Uh, did I ever, can I just do a quick recollection check here? Um, did I mm -hmm. drive Kareem in the time before their murder? No. Okay. That is good to know. Um, all right. So you saw Kareem, you saw Kareem murdered. Can you tell me uh, who did that? Yes. It was another human. That's, no, that's real great. I don't want to discourage you. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. Can you give me some details about this human being? The human stepped out of the air. The human slashed Kareem. And then the human stepped back into the air. Now, when you say the air, did it look like a nothing? Or did it look like a this? And I, I uh, manifest a small portion. Did not look like that. It was the air. All right. Um. Now, what would it was very fast. Very fast. Uh -huh. Now, do you have any idea why Kareem might have been murdered? She can be very annoying. Uh -huh. Now, in what way are we talking here? Like the. The kind of like obnoxious empty bottles everywhere in their apartment blacking out every weekend kind of annoying or um that's an unrelated this is just a general question he says to the room this is a real general question or like the kind of annoying like what kind of annoying are we talking here i did not like her karaoke <laughs> did she sing my way the wrong way was it not your way it was all bad Mm. Maria is just like like looking at Roger like huh? you know where uh, the killer's hair was very long and what color was that hair the color of the hair was bra brown brown okay like me like you alright no that's good that's real good you're doing great by the way thank you so much um, you know, I appreciate you letting all this information out when I know you're built to hold it all in, you know? Um. Ha ha ha. You've got about ten seconds. You can start to see it beginning to revert to wood form, or solid wood form. Can you give me any other information? Defining characteristics of this, uh, assailant? Short. And its mouth ceases to be a mouth. It is a dresser once again. All right. Um, I, I hate to intrude. Now, I'm, I'm normally a gentleman, but I got to know what's in these top drawers after that comment. And uh, Mark reaches into the top drawers and ruffles around looking for clues. There are no clues in there. Just clothes and uh, other things that Adults might keep in the top drawers of the dresser next to their bed. Mark takes the gun. <laughs> no, I think we're talking about something made out of latex or rubber. All right. Oh, no. Veronica starts waving it around. This is a latesy lightsaber. <laughs> Roger, Roger leaves. Roger leaves the universe. <laughs> Right. Maria just l looks at uh, Veronica and is like, "You're gonna wash. Want to wash your hands after touching that?" 
Okay, outside, you hear the distinctive of a police siren. Roger turns into an inky black mass on the wall. <laughs> and hides behind the dresser. Seriously, Roger. Mark goes and checks the window. Sneakily. You see, there's a police cruiser outside. There's uh, two cops inside, and they're talking to each other, but it looks like they're getting ready to get out. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to have to do our best to get out of here. Looks like uh, Johnny Law has stumbled upon us, and I don't know about you, but he ain't no friend of mine. Uh, do you, Can you do a portal not with your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know... I don't want to do this under pressure. It doesn't always, doesn't always go well for me. We can slink out the back door, maybe loop around while they come inside. We might be doing ourselves a favor. Um, Roger, Roger, you're that inky black bass on the wall, right? The, the dresser starts to rumble. I'm going to take that as a yes. Now, um, oh, boy. All right, does anybody have any... Uh, any any object or ability is going to help us get out of this sticky situation? We're not in a sticky situation. Everyone loves me. We're going to be fine. One of the officers, if you're still looking out the window, one of them is walking in a circle around your car. Okay. Uh, the other one is coming up to the front door. Let's all go downstairs. Everyone hears a very deep growl. Okay, everyone, let's go downstairs, and then we'll go back to our cover story of us looking at Veronica wanting to look around the place because she wants to buy it and flip it. I, I, I do have a question. This might be a little insensitive. Is Veronica white? Wonder bread. Oh, oh we're going to be fine, everybody. We're going to be just fine. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Roger starts to slide down the stairs until he hides under the floor mat. Veronica's just going to swing the door open. There's a police officer there. He's young. He looks to be about 22. He's got his hair in a buzz cut, aviator sunglasses, mustache. Uh, as you swing open the door, he pulls his gun out of its holster with a yelp. He hasn't shot it at you but he is holding his gun. He knocked on the door. I mean, he's, he's got to be expecting something. Just unfazed. She'll just look at him and be like, hi. Oh my gosh, no! No, don't bring those demons here. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, uh, hello, uh, ma'am. I, I, I'm so, uh, and he puts, starts putting his gun back in its holster. Uh, his partner, comes up behind him. She's older. She's in her 30s. She's got her hair uh, back in a ponytail. And she gives him, like, a look with a capital L pointedly at his hand with the gun in it. And he's sheepishly trying to put it back in his holster. But he keeps missing. And they look at you and they're like, uh, ma'am, are you aware this is a crime scene? I was. That's why I came to look at it. I was going to see if I could buy it and maybe make it into like a haunted bed and breakfast because people always want to go to spooky places. Uh, a haunted bed and breakfast? Hmm. It, this is the site of an active investigation, ma'am. It's, it's not something you can buy right now. 
maybe once we've put away this serial killer, but uh, you want to buy a murder site? She looks absolutely aghast. She's like, somebody's murdering cereal. Uh, hmm. The uh, older officer is trying very hard not to put her head in her hands. The younger officer is uh, clearly, he's, he's getting himself back on his more confident footing now. He's like, oh, okay, I know how to deal with a, in his mind, I don't know how to deal with a dumb woman. Ha ha ha. Puts his gun away and stands up straighter. Yeah. While Veronica is distracting the police, I trust that Roger's going to be able to get away, but I, I grab Maria by the, maybe the elbow, like gently, and be like, uh, sweetheart, you're going you're gonna to want to follow me real quick. And I want to make a portal back to an alleyway just uh, like around the corner from where the car is parked. And then when we emerge the other side, I'm going to tell her to go get in the car. I'll unlock it, but then I'm going to go buy a hot dog from a street vendor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so right now, there actually is the threat of you being discovered. These are the two police officers you can see. You don't know how many are here. Mm-hmm. So before you can form a portal, you're going to need to face danger okay. to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, there's a, a status here. It's going to be discovered. And you are going to need to roll. And if you have any tags that will help you do this in a sneaky way or hold yourself together, keep your calm, that's what you're going to want to apply. Okay, so I'm going to apply Slick Holy, a.k.a. Uh, my play on Mick Foley. And that's just like my, uh, adept, my um, ability to kind of like escape quickly. Okay. Um, also, like I would imagine um, I would have like a police scanner app on my phone because then I would be able to monitor the best routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so I will use that knowledge, uh, with my power tag, the big show fur. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, those are the only two that, that probably apply. So I'm going to click sneak around then. Okay. No, you're doing face danger. Face danger. Okay. All right. One of the uses of face danger is to keep your cool in a tough situation. Okay, you did it. Yay. You got a great success with an 11. Noise. All right, so you are not discovered. You're able to take those actions you described. You're in an alleyway getting a hot dog now. All right, and in order to not pay full price for the hot dog, I just walk up to the vendor and say, hey, give me a dog. And then I pay $2 as opposed to 4 Okay. That's real-life New York experience, people. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Uh, you, fortunately, the hot dog vendor is from wherever this version of New York is, rather than this city, which is decidedly not New York. Oh, yeah, for and sure. They, they recognize your game. Oh, for sure. And I know uh, it's very much a city-city accent, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, most people, like when you listen to the sports talk radio for the City Caucasians, like, they're always, like, you know, speaking in that, that dialect. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that just leaves Veronica. Uh, how are you going to get away from these police? Well, I'll shout from across the street when I, I like, coming with my hot dog, and I'll see the officers talking to Veronica. I'll be like, 
Oh, uh, miss, are you still needing a ride away from this place? Uh, I got my lunch, but uh, like, it looks like you're having an altercation. You're, you're in a bit of a situation there. The police spin around, and seeing you, uh, they both put their hands on their guns. And they say, Mark William Calloway, you're under arrest. Oh, what? now what for? You're a person of interest in the investigation of an ongoing series of murders. What? what? Now why would that be? You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. They start reading you those rights as they approach with their hands on the hilts of their guns. The older uh, officer has a pair of handcuffs out. Hmm, this is not what I expected. I have a question. I can eat them. To be fair, though, I would have suspected myself of these murders <laughs> if I didn't know myself. Matt? <laughs> yeah? Can I affect more than one person at a time with my powers? I don't know, can you? You might need to stop holding back if you want to try that. Oh, I can do that. Okay. When you try to use your abilities in a way or scale you've never attempted before, I will choose one stake and write it on a piece of paper out of sight. Stake. Okay. Uh, so... 16 ounce. Yeah, there's, the, there's a series of stakes here. Filet if Roger can eat the whole thing, we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> no worries. So... Uh, you can see what the possible stakes are under the stop holding back move. There are four possible stakes. I have picked one, and I'm going to write it down here. And you can start thinking of what tags you want to use on this. I mean, I think I can use two of the bat. So, all right. So for my, my subversion, Princess of Mischief, I can probably use let's be friends, best friends, and would you kindly. And those are my um, illusionary appearance and hypnotic suggestion. Okay. Grab one more detail here. Okay. I have written down the stake, and you can roll stop pulling back when you're ready. Uh, where do I roll that from? It should be on your character sheet if you go over to cinematic moves. Oh, got it. Cool. Okay. And then do I have to add anything to that? I just clicked it. Uh, you check off the power. You check oh, okay. the power tags you're using that as power. How many tags were you using? Uh, two. Okay. So you actually rolled a 10, which is a great success, which is very lucky. Should I re-roll with those added two? Because I forgot to check them. No, it's fine. You just, you rolled an eight and it's plus two to 10, which is extremely lucky on this roll because otherwise... Uh, the stake that I had chosen was that it would completely burn out your missing piece theme. Okay, so you roll a 10, you do it, and... Okay, so... Right. You can burn out your missing piece mission identity. Yeah, go by Bart. And affect both of them and get them to leave you alone. But that theme will not be available to you anymore until you rebuild it, which, this being a one-shot, is probably never. Or you can hold back and only affect one of them. I'll burn it out. I don't care. 
Okay, so click the little fire icon next to those three power tags on missing piece. And what do you tell them? Well, well. All right, folks, it's okay. It's okay. I don't know who this Mark Calloway person is, but this is my best personal friend, Bartholomew. And he's here to help me check out the place. I think you just have the wrong guy, and you're looking out really bad, like pointing guns at the wrong person. Like, I won't say anything, but you know, somebody else might. Mm. And then if they asked me, like, you know, normally I'm not an arc, and I wouldn't say anything. But if they asked me, I might be honor bound to be like, yeah, that was really messed up, and I was super disappointed. But like, if you just walk away and let the rest of the fuzz know that everything's fine, dare I say, even Happy Gilmore, then I just won't say anything. They turn towards you looking a little bit um, dazed, and they both take their hands off of their gun grips. And the older officer puts the handcuffs away, and they say, Yes, I, I guess it was... It looks an awful lot like Mark William Calloway. You know, the, these murders, they've got the surgical precision, and, and Mark William Calloway, he's a, a disgraced medical doctor, so we need to bring him in for questioning, but this... This is Bartholomew, not Mark William Calloway. So I, I guess, oh, it really looks like him, but... And they, they continue talking to each other. I, I mean, I don't feel too bad. I get that a lot. But uh, my name's Bart Skillion Calloway. Very, very different. Yeah, of course. Sorry, sorry, sir. Sorry. And they get in their car and they drive away. Uh, Maria is, like, standing by Mark's car. Like, she was waiting for this to, like, all stop. And she's just kind of, like, like looking, like, back and forth. Like, like she couldn't hear all of that. I think they're a distance enough away. But she's just sort of, like, giving, like, this weird look and then is immediately, like, riding in uh the notebook again about how um veronica has veronica dash mind control okay uh so you've escaped this uh, assuming you want to get back in your purse and drive off you probably still want to leave because there could be other units in the area or other patrols in the area clearly you when you went in alerted something maybe there was a silent alarm a silent alarm. This is an active crime scene. <laughs> uh, when they start walking back, Maria's gonna be like, so, uh, I think we have to get a disguise for you, Mark. Well, I don't plan on being seen in the light of day any much longer. So, uh, provided we stay out of the eye of Johnny Law, we should be okay. But, uh, I do have this hat, and I open up the trunk and pull out a Billy Ray Cyrus cowboy hat. You got a hat for every occasion. That's right. Oh my gosh. 
It's bleeding over even more. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Let me look at the map. Now... Now here's the thing. Um... You know, they found us here. If we try and go to the second crime scene, like if I was looking into us, looking into crime scenes, I'd immediately go on to the second crime scene to keep it secure. And what they won't be suspecting is us hitting up that third crime scene, you know what I mean? They'll never expect this there. Classic misdirection. Roger looks at... Well, he, he appears from, like, underneath a seat. First. And then he looks at uh, Veronica very... Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but can we maybe stop by my place for a minute? Yeah, I don't see why not, as long as nobody else objects. All right, smash cut to Maria's place. Uh, so Maria's, like, looking at uh Mark really quickly, and it's like, yeah, I have an idea. And then she, like, runs upstairs, and she's like, you know, unlocks the door, and is like, hi, Anthony, and she kind of goes into her own room. Uh, I imagine that she, like, really quickly just, like, changes shirts, at least, of her own, but then, like, mm-hmm. grabs, like, a shirt from Anthony's room, and, like... <laughs> runs back downstairs before Anthony can do anything. Anthony is uh, eating. It's lunchtime now. He's eating. Uh, He has got on a city Caucasian shirt and is watching the game. The uh, other team has not shown up yet, so looks like the city Caucasians are going to be undefeated again. Uh, Those Caucasians really can't sport. Roger just looks sagely in the direction of the camera and says, it's almost like when the other team doesn't even have equipment, they can't really play. Yep. <laughs> he says from inside the car while listening to the radio. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Biting social commentary. Loving this. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Maria comes back wearing a different blue shirt, uh, almost as if she wears mostly blue all the time. Like a Power Ranger. Um, but then she's... <laughs> no one has seen Maria and the Blue Ranger in the same room before. That's secretly her real rift is Billy. <laughs> So, uh, she, she comes back and she, like, shoves a t-shirt, uh, it's like a red t-shirt, and it has a slice of pep, it has, like, pepperoni on one side, and then blood cells on the other side, and it says human blood cells, and on the other side it says Italian blood cells, and (laughs) she throws it at, uh, Mark, and it's just like, here, you look really suspicious wearing all red. Or all black, you should... I got, like, the other emoist color. Yeah, n- nothing, uh, 
Nothing says subterfuge like a bright pepperoni shirt. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I, this is great, and uh, I've never been one to to refuse some kindness. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll change um, after we get to the second location, maybe. All right. What's your second location? Does anyone uh, have? Anything against going to the second? I forgot to mention that she also took some hairspray with, well, not hairspray, but like this. You know how there's like that spray on different color stuff? Hairspray? Yeah, like the hairspray that's like a different color. Right. This is like blue. <laughs> and she's just like with not, not asking Mark, just like gets behind him and starts spraying his head with it. Um, Mark's very protective of his hair, and he... Uh, okay. He's, he's not pleased with this. Uh, okay, so do you want to face danger? Yes. It may not be nighttime, but I certainly wish that you would stop this ridiculousness. All right, so, Maria, you need to roll go toe-to-toe. Okay. Uh, to try and get this uh, hairspray onto him. Do you have any tags that would help you with getting hairspray onto an unwilling victim? Part of me wants to say use of company resources or neighborhood backs her up. So if he's like trying to, f- oh gosh, if like he starts trying to fight her off, like all of a sudden there's like two old women that like give him like this look. Hmm. That are walking by. All right. So you can tick off your neighborhood backs her up. Some old ladies might give you a stern look and roll your go toe to toe. Hold on a second. Uh, Okay, that's checked off. So I just click on go toe to toe. Mm hmm. And then it's a. Wait a second. Do I get a plus one or? You've rolled it several times now. Oh gosh! Oh, why didn't it? Why didn't it <laughs> pop up? Oh my gosh! Okay, so it's the first uh, one. We'll we'll go with the first one. You didn't have the power ticked on that one yet, so it was plus one, so it'd be twelve. Okay. Uh, so you managed to achieve your goal. All right. So that's a tier one status that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um. So you need to face danger to attempt to avoid the tier one status hairsprayed. And that's for Mark. What do you have that will help you uh, avoid the hairspray attack? Can I help him defend? Veronica's like horrified at somebody screwing with somebody else's hair. (laughs) I think this might be too intimate a conflict for (laughs) that type of... Veronica would have to risk getting her hair sprayed blue. Oh, you're on your own there. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark is an all-out boy, and he's, uh, he doesn't hold back. So he's, uh, he's got a lot of fight in him. He's also a death cab cutie. He's very tied to his aesthetic, which I think okay. would, would play into his defiance for this treatment. Now, you're going to be... You're going to be at minus one because this was an unexpected attack on you. 
So put your minus over there, and then that should bring you to an overall plus one power, and then roll your face danger. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you have blue hair now. Oh. oh, yeah, like, blue is a uh, wonderful shade that anyone can wear, and the dyed hair is totally part of the... <laughs> Well, looks like we're gonna have no problem getting caught by the cops the second time. No, you look totally different now. I also stand out like a sore thumb, quite literally. If your thumb is blue. The uh, old ladies who were walking by uh, with their own blue hair, uh, they, give you, they give you a little appraising look. One of them winks at you. I do my best uh, Marge <laughs> Bouvier. <laughs> it washes out. All right. So grudgingly, are you driving them to the second murder site or the third? What was your goal? Or are you going to the tower? I think maybe the second murder site. Um, as well, but now I, for some reason, can't drive more than 20 miles per hour. <laughs> okay. Uh, at the second murder site, that brings you down to the Blue Collar residential area. The second murder site is an apartment. So there's an apartment building. It's not roped off or anything because there are tons of people who live in the building and only one of the units in there is the uh, murder site. But you'll have to get past the door buzzer and figure out which apartment is murder land. Roger walks up to the front door and um, buzzes apartment 13. Okay. Uh, apartment 13, you get a response. Hello? Candy's Pizza. I did not order Candy's Pizza. <laughs> Would you like a pizza? Is it free? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. And uh, the door buzzes open. I walk in. Uh, as you go inside, the because you buzz 13, that's the third apartment in on the first floor, the door opens, and uh, a man walks out. Says, yes, I want my pizza. I give him a coupon for a free pizza at Candy's. He gives you a stink eye look and then slams his apartment door. Awesome. I, uh, I set to sniffing out some blood. Okay. So how, uh, how do you want to go about doing that? Are you going to be sneaky this time, or are you still just going to clomp around? And are you letting everyone else in? I, I let everyone else in through the front door, yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you doing and that sneakily or brazenly? Sneakily. Okay. 
So, uh, we're going to do a sneak around roll. That is when you use your abilities to do something secretly or deceptively, roll plus power. Okay, so what have you got that'll help you do this? I can creep around without a sound. Okay. And would right under the door work for this? Because I don't think anyone noticed me. Yeah, you're not going back under the door. The door's already... You already did that, right? You already came through the door. But, but what if I could hide behind anything? How's that going to help you open the door, though? Hmm, it really would. Is it still daytime? Yeah. It was just lunchtime when you were at uh, Maria's place, so it's probably 1 or 2 now. It's one thirty. I think we're just rolling with the uh, plus one for creep without a sound. All right, give it a shot. Ooh, nailed it. Yeah, you got an 11 there. Okay, you open, you open the door, you know, carefully once every few seconds to let the rest of the crew in. Nobody notices. You do it quietly enough and quickly enough that uh, it is... Super effective. I level up. Very good. You're the chosen one. <laughs> there you go. He used dark type on... Uh... On steel? The steel door? Yeah, steel door. Um... Is the apartment or room any sort of information... Again, common knowledge on the uh, journalist reports about the second murder. Uh, there is. It was said to be on the second floor. Mm, okay. So I'll remind everybody. Well, this murder here is on the second floor, so I suggest we uh, mosey on up those stairs. Okay, awesome. Roger heads up the stairs. When you get to the top of the stairs, you hear a door shut. Did I see which? Mm, no. But it was to the right. Is that in the direction we're heading anyway? I don't know. You're on the second floor. That's all the information you have. Well, aren't you... You go that way and take a look. I'll gesture at any two people. And we'll go this way and take a look. See uh, if any of these doors are taped off. Roger goes after the sound, kind of ignoring Mark. Veronica's going to follow the noise as well. Mark will go the opposite direction. In the opposite direction, you don't see anything interesting. Uh, in the direction of the sound, you see one of the doors does have police tape over it. Oh. Does it look like that door could have just been opened, or is it like taped around or over the door? It's taped around. That door, if it had just been opened, the tape would have fallen out or broken. Got you. Okay. You're both heading right then. Any luck down there? We got the... He doesn't finish the sentence, and then he goes... Like, he puts his finger over his mouth. Marcus, right, right, right. Nah. Runs back to you, or walks back to you. Um, Maria signs to them, and she asks them if any of them know sign language by signing. Any of your characters know sign language? 
Um, Mark doesn't, but he shrugs, effectively answering the question <laughs> by signing, but not knowing that he did that. Roger speaks sign language. Veronica gives her the Vulcan sign. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maria signs to Roger that um, she's worried about uh, the fact that the police checked out the previous crime scene when we were looking at it, basically just saying, like, how did they know? Roger just said, like, he shrugs and says, then let's be quick. Goes under the door. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's under the door. Yeah, he went in. Well, that's great. Don't open the door. Now, I'm, I'm not a police officer, but I beg, I, I guess that there's something going on with this door here that might alert anybody as to intrusion, and we certainly don't want to break this tape, thus incriminating ourselves. Uh, you hear a door open behind you. Uh, ma'am? Maria turns around. There <laughs> is an elderly lady standing in the doorway of the apartment across the hall. She is holding in her hand a broadsword and holding it up towards you. And she says, you're not going to take my son. Uh, Maria takes out her magic wand and is like, Sorry, I'm the good, I'm a good fairy here. Did Roger eat her son? <laughs> she says, no, you go away. My son, my son came here, a refugee. He's safe. You never hurt anybody. You're not going to send him away. Does she, like, seem to notice that Maria took out a magic wand, or is she acting like Maria just took out a sparkly pencil? She just sees that there's something in your hand. She doesn't seem to be responding to okay. a, a wand. You can see her arms are trembling under the weight of the sword she's holding. Um, ma'am. Veronica's gonna point at uh, Maria and Mark's blue hair and be like, we're not cops. Says, of course you're not cops. It's not the cops who come to take us away. It's the other ones. And, uh... Are you talking about the I-C-E? Well, they have a legally distinct acronym in this universe. <laughs> Very aware of the multiverse, this lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, the... Um... You, you recall... You recall seeing on the news that there has been recently a big crackdown on refugees and immigrants in the city. People getting spirited away in the night by government agents. Okay, okay, let me think of an acronym. National uh, Immigration NI. <laughs> National Narc okay. Nappers. The City Caucasians. The yeah, exactly. The same organization. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. just them. Oh my gosh, it's well, what happens is they, they're the sponsors of the team, so they name the team after themselves. It's the City Immigration Committee, the CIC. Sick. That's what people have been calling it on uh, 
alternate universe Twitter. Okay. Hashtag CIC. Yep. Now, ma'am, we're not here to take anyone away. In fact, somebody dear was taken from us, and we're just we're just trying to figure out where they went, what happened to them. This has nothing to do with you, and your son's going to be safe. Um, you're going to have to convince her. That was my attempt. That's a move, is convince. Oh, I see that. When you try to talk, threaten, or seduce someone into doing something, roll plus power. Okay, yeah, can I be really, like, cool about it? And, like, like kind of seductive? Like, Southern Charm? Sure. Southern Charm with your nipple ring showing under your shirt? Uh, nipple ring doesn't show under the pizza shirt. Oh, right, you're wearing two layers of shirt. It's my tight black tee. It's my tight black tee that you can see through. Okay. Um, but I'm, can I invoke... Um, Death Cab Cutie, because I'm a handsome boy. Right. Um, Trey Mysterio, because people like tall and mysterious. Some people. Hopefully this lady likes tall and mysterious. We'll see. And um, Too Cool, because I'm just a cool guy. Okay. She may be duly impressed. Give it a roll. Okay. Okay. So you got an eight there, and you're going to give this lady a tier three status. What status are you giving her? Swooned. Swooned. Okay. Or the vapors. The vapors? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I seem to have the vapors. She, oh my stars. So that, that fills that uh, track for her. She's not that hard to convince by people who aren't the police or authorities. She drops the sword with a heavy clang. Uh, no, it sticks point first into the hardwood floor in front of her. Oh. Um, it is very <laughs> obviously, it is very obviously a real ass broadsword, like not one of these decorative house of knives things. Um, <laughs> so she puts it down. Hey, and that's a callback. <laughs> it's serious. And she says, oh my, well, uh, I come in, I suppose. Come in. Um. Uh. Reassurance. <laughs> All right. I just whispered to the door. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to go and. S- uh, oh. A little shadowy hand comes Hold out from under the door and does a thumbs up. Roger, is it possible for you to take anyone with you? That would. I would have to change the game to do that. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, can I insist? that Veronica go ahead of me. I just want to open a quick portal for Maria because I feel like Maria would, Maria and Roger can interrogate the room while we're getting information from uh, Lady McBroadsword. How are you going to open a portal? With my mind. Have you seen the inside of this apartment? Oh, shoot. No, but I can put a hole in a thing. Didn't you say... So, like... as a part, as opposed to like doing a portal. Oh, okay. Um, like I could, yeah, like make the door, like have a hole in the door. Do you want to touch the door? You were just talking about how you shouldn't touch the door. I don't want to touch the door and I won't like. Maybe you should put the portal. Like maybe the wall beside yeah. the door. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. I'll do that and it'll be a Maria shaped hole. Okay. So. Like, but uh, it, a la cartoons where. I'll show you on the video. It, it, yeah. You know? 
So yeah, Maria has yeah. to contort herself to get through it. Um, okay. Uh, she's ready, but poor dog. Yeah, Medora. Well, I guess the dog could rock around. Stuck outside, I think. No. There's a water dish in the car. The windows are rolled down, and there's also a fan. He's a service dog. He would have oh. come in with her. Yeah, right, so right. he'll be in the hallway for now. Okay, so as Maria uh, wedges herself through this hole in the wall, we are going to transition into that apartment, and because now half the party's in there, and we'll come back to the rest of you across the hall in a minute. Uh, you're in the apartment. You can see that it's got all the trappings of, again, the, an active crime scene investigation. There's even a chalk outline on the ground. This is a very, very small apartment. Like, it's a bachelor. Okay. So she could tell that... Can we tell, like, what gender of person? Or, like, maybe make assumptions about if it was, uh, like, if this person has makeup here, or, you know... You can investigate, and Whatever. depending on... How you, uh, depending on your power with that, you can ask me questions equal to the power you use on it. Okay, let me just, uh, too many programs. Um, yeah, I have a couple of things I could do. Used to hunting for clues. I will help. Okay. Okay, so that's a plus two. All right. And do I say I'm burning, uh... Are you burning the tag? Yeah. No, I'm not, right? I should hope okay, not. Okay, so it's... Okay, give it a roll. So it's just... And then, so the power... Plus, okay, so investigate. Take off the tags and then add one. Okay, so you got three there. Okay, so you get to exchange three clues for questions. And I will pick something from that list once you've asked me the questions. Okay, so uh, just basically, like the one question is, what is the general ID uh, like identity of this person? I'm I'm asking like this first question is just age, range, uh, possible gender leanings, and maybe job. Okay. Does that count as is that does that count as the first question or is who is that... this person is a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is this person? Okay, so the victim here is uh, let's see. This person is a man. He appears to be in his late fifties. You find some pictures of him around. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't have sheets on his bed. Um, <laughs> he has a. Two game consoles, a very large TV that take up most of the wall of his bachelor apartment, and uh, he has a hot plate in the kitchen and a microwave oven, which looks like it's been used to make a lot of Hot Pockets. Okay, so there's like crusted on uh, good old tomato sauce on the walls. I get it. Cheese and grease yeah. all up in that thing. Oh. Yum. Death pocket. Uh, so then Maria looks around, and the next question I will ask is Was there a struggle? Like, how instantaneous was this death? All right, let's see here. So, uh, 
no no struggle no sign of a struggle no sign of force entry or attack okay so obviously the person used a portal again yeah possibly what is the other question you could always ask the other question roger for help if you can't okay you got one good uh, the other question might be, was this person a rift? Unless, Michael, you have uh, an objection. Do you think that's a good question to ask? What was your question? We didn't. If the person is a rift. Oh, I think that's a very interesting question. Okay. Was this guy a rift? Uh, there's, there's no way to tell that. I'll, I'll let you ask another question because there's no way you could know that. Okay. Yeah, unless, like, we, like, unless they had, okay, so, um, trying to channel my inner Sherlock Holmes. Uh, you can try to reconstruct the crime scene in some way, look for where the patterns yeah. are. Yeah, patterns. Does, does anything about this room, like, seem similar to the other crime scene? Yes. The blood spatter is at almost exactly the same height on the wall. It is almost exactly the same pattern. It is on the same wall, on the right side wall, closer to the hallway. It's pretty much identical. Okay. Except for the fact that, you know, different places. Okay, so... Yeah, there's, you know, it's not completely identical. The blood spatter is a slightly different pattern because you can't completely yeah. control that, but it's almost identical. It's at a slightly different height because this guy was taller than Kareem. But other than that, okay. it's all the other elements are the same. So Maria has out the notebook and she's kind of like talking to Roger as she writes this. She's like, so this guy lived by himself and uh, can't really tell if he's a rift like us or not. But uh, I mean... This looks almost exactly the same as the other crime scene. You know, obviously this guy must have teleported in here, slashed this guy, and, like, it was instantaneous. So the, the tower's appearances have been on the same days as the, the Monday murders, right? Mm-hmm. So Roger looks over at Maria and says, maybe the murders are a sort of sacrifice to summon the tower. That's always a possibility. As you're thinking of that, we zoom out through the keyhole. The camera flips around and zooms in through the keyhole of the apartment across the way to see what's going on over here. The two of you are seated uh, on chairs. Um, you know, they're, they're patio chairs, but they're being used indoors. And the elderly lady ha is offering you some juice. Thank you kindly, ma'am. You know, I'd offer water, but our filters aren't very good, and the water here is not, you know, potable. Oh, that's not a problem. Oh, your hospitality is greatly appreciated. Who is it that you're looking for? Um, now, I don't want to cop out here, but I would have looked up, like, the identity of the second murder victim, which would have been released, right? It was leaked. You have, only the name was leaked, no other information. Okay. So you know the name. Okay. 
and the party on the other side of the hallway, they know what he looks like and was like. Okay, what is his name? Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Falami. Falami? Falami. Okay. Ma'am, sorry, I didn't catch your name, miss. Would you, you mind telling me your name? Uh, yes, my name is Eniola. Eniola, it's a pleasure to meet you, by the way. My name's uh, Bartholomew. Um, nice to meet you, Bartholomew. Now, I was wondering, across the street, lived a friend of mine, loose friend, small acquaintance, his name's Falani. I was just wondering, Falani, sorry. I was wondering if you, uh, if you, you'd maybe seen any sort of weird happenstance happening before he was taken off this earth. Oh, I, I was not here when that happened, but... If you are truly not from the CIC, perhaps you can speak to my son. Oh, absolutely. Your son, uh, your son might have saw something? He heard something. Well, I'd love to speak to your son, and I can, I can guarantee uh, ain't nobody looking like me working for the CIC. I make reference to my blue hair. She gives you a, a tight smile and gets up. Uh, she leaves the room. This apartment is slightly larger than the one on the other side. It's a one bedroom. She goes mm -hmm. into the bedroom and you hear the sounds of several locks opening on another door. And then more sounds of other doors opening and uh, low muttered voices. And then a, uh, a man in his mid twenties comes out um, and he looks really scared. You can see there's like sweat all over him. He's shaking as he comes out into the main room uh, and, and sees you. Oh, hi there, son. Uh, my name's Bartholomew. This is my associate, Veronica. My bestie, as it were. Um, uh, you, you look a little shaky. Why don't you uh, take a seat? Maybe uh, we can fetch you a drink, procure you something. He sits down, but shakes his head. All right. Um, now, what's your name, son? He, it takes him several tries to, like, wet his mouth enough to be able to get words out, and they're pretty raspy when he does. He says, Orofun Milayo. My friends call me Olaf. Olaf, thanks very much. A uh, simple gentleman like me is not very good with, with names, so I appreciate appreciate the, uh, the assistance there. Now, Olaf, uh, your mother here, very nice lady, kindly brought us in and said uh, you might be willing to talk about what you heard maybe about two weeks ago. The murder. Yeah, that's what we're here for. It wasn't me. Oh, no, I, I have no doubt of that in my mind. Uh, whoever did this is uh, an irreprehensible monster, and that can't be you. Uh, you seem like a good kid. He sighs. I, I will tell you. He was... Polami is not a good neighbor. He's so loud. Mm. Always with his karaoke. He's so bad at it. And... I, he was doing girls just want to have fun again. 
oh. for the third time that night, and I was getting ready to record him so that I could do a noise complaint. So mm -hmm. I turned on my audio recorder. And as he got to the chorus, he stopped singing. The music kept going. But he said, Who the hell are? And then I heard the sound of blood hitting the wall. Uh, I have the recording here. Now, would you mind uh, letting my associate and I take a listen to that recording? He uh, goes into his pocket and takes out a tape recorder. And he hands it to you. He says, please take it away from me. I want nothing to do with this. I just want to live. I imagine this is a... It's really shook you up, huh? We are already in trouble with CIC trying to trick us into coming out of the apartment every day. Well, I can't imagine the kind of stress and pressure you're under. I just want you to know uh, if there's anything... Uh, me or my associate can do for you here. You, you say it, and we'll, we'll do our best. Oh, well, maybe try to change the world. Well, that's a lofty goal, but maybe, uh, maybe we're on the way to do that right now. Okay. Uh, he gets up um, unsteadily and goes back into the other room. He, he doesn't seem in the mood to talk. All right. Now, Veronica, I don't know about you, but I think uh, we should probably reconnect with our, our other friends. We should go check it out. Yeah, and I uh, put my juice down, or I, I take my juice and I go to put it down, but then I kind of like hesitate and be like, oh, should I put this in the kitchen or where, where would you like this, this glass, miss? Uh, she takes it from you and says, that's fine, thank you. Thank you so much, ma'am, for your cooperation. And uh, if anyone here asks me anything about you or your son, I'll, I'll point them in another direction. You got my word. I appreciate it. And she closes the door behind you. All right. You hear the locks going on. Did she bring the broadsword in, or is it still, like, stuck in the floor outside? It was, she was inside when she dropped it. Oh, she didn't okay. come out of the apartment at any point. Now, the part of me that lives in a Duncan McLeod-esque apartment really wants to take that broadsword, but I will refrain. <laughs> That's why I, I asked. <laughs> Here we are! I'm sure you can get your own broadsword. I wanted that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you... So interesting, karaoke... <laughs> As you step out into the hallway and the door closes behind you, we switch to the other apartment with uh, Roger and Maria in it. Are you going to stay in there or are you planning to leave? You can hear out in the hallway, uh, you can hear the distinctive sound of your allies' voices. Should I uh, make something alive here or, or do you think we're done? I guess. More information, the better, but I think we're going to hear pretty much the same thing. I wonder if there are any other similarities. Since you pointed out the blood, I'm not too sure this is as random as we might. Well, there's always got to be something. 
serial killers like to kill with a pattern. And then she's going to, like, poke. Is the, like, hole still there? The hole is still there unless you dispelled it, Rod, um, Mark. Um, I would have dispelled it, yeah. I wouldn't the hole is not there about. anymore, then. But I'll knock on the wall when we come out in the hallway. I'll kind of give a gentle, like, shave and a haircut. Roger, instead of replying, just goes under the door. Two bits. Okay. Then, and Roger comes out from under the door. Okay. Uh, as Roger comes out from under the door, I'll take that as a sign that I can uh, reopen a hole in the wall. Put a hole in the wall. And, uh, yeah, Maria can come through. Yeah, Maria comes back through and then gives uh, her dog, Midoro. Midoro. Ugh. Uh, she gives him a treat for waiting so well. Izuku Midoriya? What? My Hero Academia. It's the greatest anime. Oh, right, right, right. No, I, that's on my to-watch list. Uh, the old lady opens the door, and she sticks her head out, and she says, I hear on the police scanner they're coming. You should go. Thank you kindly, man. We're on our way. Closes the door again, and you hear, like, the seven locks. Back? Yeah. Out the back. You got it. So I guess as we're exiting, Maria is like, so, uh... Killed in the exact same way. I mean, the difference is height, but facing the same direction. Blood spatter must have just showed up. Well, you're not going to believe. You know, teleported in there. You're not going to believe the connection we found. But, uh. What is it? I mean, I could tell you, but I'd rather. And then I want to say sing it to you, but like on the other end of a hard cut to a karaoke bar nearby. You know? Sing it to you. And then we're. No? I don't know. Are you going to a karaoke bar uh, no, to listen but, to this? No, but that would have been a good good scene cut. But, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he just pulls out a microphone. Yeah. Um, sounds like both of these... Uh, hold on a second. Can, can I ask you a question outside of all of this? Yeah. Is this at all related to the... Uh, like, or inspired by the... I think it's, it's Indonesian My Way killings? No. Okay. Are you familiar with them? Yes. Okay, just checking. Uh, but anyway. Um, now I have to Google this. Oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of murders that occurred in the early 2000s uh, because uh, people who sang My Way by Frank Sinatra and karaoke didn't do it the way of the murderer, so they murdered the person. They didn't do it their way, so he, so, yeah. Oh, There were like okay. a series of deaths related to the singing of My Way. Wow. You know, that's honestly one of the worst things you could play at a funeral. But, um, yeah, I say, uh, it looks like this victim was also a karaoke enthusiast. Hmm. Now, are y'all going to listen to that tape? Yeah. Uh, we also got a tape, but I suggest we get back in the car before we, uh, or, and, and just get on the road so we can be um, safer there. Okay. You're on the road. Because of that lady's tip, you got out there before the police arrived. Yay. Friendship. <laughs> play that bad boy. Uh, yeah, so I'll play the tape. On the tape, you hear someone singing Girls Just Want to Have Fun very poorly, girls like off-tune, monotone. Oh, girls just want to have fun. No, that, that's, that's not competent. off-tune. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and as they are getting to the chorus, they suddenly stop singing. And they say, like, 
who the hell are... And then there's a burst of static. Really loud again. And then you hear another voice. And the voice says, Amazing. The wizard's book was right. And there's another burst of static. And the tape ends. Okay. How familiar does that static sound? It's the same static you heard. Why didn't we die? Oh. Wizard. I want to Google um, City City the Wizard. Uh, you get a link to the City Wizards, which is the pinball team. Okay. Oh, and how foolish of no. it. A fan review of Fred Savage's The Wizard? <laughs> yep. Okay. Screenings of The Wizard of Oz. Oh, thank God that exists. About how many hours do we have left before the tower poofs? At this point, I'm going to say we're heading into early evening, and you expect the tower will disappear at 1 a.m. It's time. Um, Maria, yeah, Maria's gonna start checking her notebook to see if Merlin mentions something about having a book. Wait a second, Merle is Merlin? Yeah. <laughs> she like looks at Roger, like, yeah. I mean, that, listen, I, again, I don't really believe in coincidences, and this seems to be a little too suspicious. You have a book from a man named Merlin? Well, I mean, this is his. She, like, picks up the notebook. She's like, this was his first. Now, this is- see, the camera zooms in on the cover. It says, property of Dr. M. Lin. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the victims? Earlier, I mean. Yeah, but, I mean, he's not one of the Monday murderers. Wait, is he one of the Monday? No, he no, can't. He no. wasn't. He was one of... Okay, he so... He was murdered six weeks like, ago. No. But right. one of Jack. And he was... Presumably, because it was the ritualistic style and one of his organs was removed. So, Jack has been using Merlin's spells to kill even more people, but more exact timetable. Did the voice in the tape sound distinctly masculine or feminine? No. But it did sound familiar. Can I make some sort of connection somehow? Try. I would like to. And how would one do that? Is it familiar to all of us? Investigate. Nope. It is just familiar to Mark. Oh my god, it's Paul no. Bearer. He's short. <gasps> no! Oh boy! I'm gonna murder! Okay, um... <laughs> okay, um... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just looking to see if there are any, like... Like, if I could help you, if there's any way I would be helping you up. Helping you out, uh... Uh... In the meantime, like, uh, Matt, I'm going to use the power tags Big Chauffeur 
and Death Cab Cutie because like I will have had contact with a lot of people and so mm-hmm. uh, with my job and also just like um, I mean the my personality description is dashboard confessional like people talk to me um, right and so uh, I would be using that experience to kind of draw on to see if I recognize that voice okay um now hold on for the crew theme yep can I use those tags yeah yes you can um. Yeah, totally. Maybe like, would insider tip count? Like, if like maybe there was something in Merlin's uh notebook or. Do you have surveillance equipment in your hearse? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, the only way I keep myself safe. I also have a dash cam. Uh, you know. You should use yeah. that then. Okay, I'll use surveillance equipment. Yay for dash Yay, cams! Yay, dash cams making the world safe. Investigate. Yep. Okay. You got a mild success. Uh, you can ask me three clues. But, uh, you know, there are going to be consequences. Like there have been the last few times we've investigated and gotten below a 10. Okay. Um, so clues, like, can I just, uh, like, is that not just asking questions? Yep. Who is it? Someone you've driven multiple times. Um, do I know... Uh, the name of this person. Uh, you would know their super username. Okay, can I bring that up? Yes. And what is that? Uh, you see their super username is Jack's back. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, dang it, Sue. Why did you have to end right when I made a look in the camera like I'm on the office? That revelation was so hardcore, it killed our call. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> Jack's back. Um, I want to, like, would I have to ask you for this clue? Oh, go ahead. Let's pause there for a little bit. I need to take the dog out quickly. Okay, dude. No.